Hello, welcome back to Straight Arrows. I'm your host, Pastor Woody Whit. I come into you from Memorial Baptist Church uh, in um, beautiful, sun-soaked today, eastern North Carolina. If you've never been here, uh, you're missing out. A uh, beautiful place to live, wonderful people. Uh, today, we're continuing on in our series, Know Your Enemy and Walk in Victory. Um, and this last portion of this, I'm taking some time with it and talking about some things. Uh, uh, last time we were together, I talked about the fact that the, the Christian who uh, does not respect and understand uh, human and spiritual um, family structures, relationship structures, and that the way that God has created them. Uh, the person that doesn't understand these things uh, is going to get hammered by the enemy. Okay. It's going to give the enemy access into your, your life. And I, I gave some hypothetical illustrations of that. And uh, the, the point I really want to make is that um, we're never to uh, abuse other people under the disguise of spiritual authority. There is no place. Uh, in the body of Christ, there's no place in the Christian family. There's no place in the Christian work environment where one person is, um, you know, overstepping their boundaries and abusing another person. And I want to make that very, very, very clear. Now, in line with that today, we're going to talk about some of the other ways that the child of God can put themselves into um, the bullseye of the devil. Before we do that, let's pray, shall we? Father, today we thank you for your love. We thank you for the time that we can have together here at Straight Arrows. I ask you, Father, to please bless those that will tune in and listen uh, today uh, to this episode. Oh God, we love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, beyond the access that Satan can have in our lives through violating the principles of authority and authority relationships. The following are some of the major areas where demons can gain a foothold in the life of the Christian. Uh, dear child of God, do you want the enemy to stay out of your life? Do you want the enemy to stay out of your life, out of the life of your family, out of the life of your church? Well, here's some things that we need to think about, okay? And, I, and I'll, you, you have a, hopefully you have at home a concordance and you can uh, uh, do some research in your Bible. I'm just going to go through these real briefly. But lying, when a child of God lies, even to themselves, this opens the door for demonic influence. For Satan is the father of lies, according to Jesus. Cheating, when a child of God maneuvers around in a situation to get the best deal or to take advantage of someone, this opens the door for demonic influence. Stealing, when a Christian takes what does not belong to them, they open up the door to demonic influence. Unforgiveness. To cultivate an unforgiving heart is to aggressively invite demonic influence. Greed. Uh, demons have a great time destroying the mind of a person who has his heart set on acquiring more than is spiritually healthy for them. Uncontrolled and unjustified anger. Demons love it when a child of God loses his mind, even for a little while, because this gives them access. They know what situations trigger our anger, and they will play upon this deadly emotion. 
alcohol and drugs. Any Christian foolish enough to mess around with alcohol or drugs is giving the green light to the devil. Sexual immorality. Uh, basically, any deviation from biblically ordained sexual expression is opening a door that the person may never completely close because of the connection of the mind, will, emotions, and body involved in all illicit sexual expression. Pornography is the strongest foothold that Satan can get in the mind of the child of God. And may I point out that one in every five Christian men are addicted to pornography. It is, an, it is the evil of our day. Um, occultism. Believe, uh, and believe it or not, many professed Christians believe they can flirt with the devil through astrology, horoscopes, Ouija boards, wearing overt or, or covert occultic symbols, delving into yoga practices, uh, some of the martial arts, etc., um, and not be bothered. They think we can, I can do, I can be involved with the occult, but not be bothered by it. Look here, you're involved in the occult. You're opening up a door there for the, the enemy to have access to you. Okay, self-deception, self-deception. Uh, this is important, uh, brothers and sisters, that that uh, we do not walk as Christians being deceived. And here are some areas that we deceive ourselves. Uh, we deceive ourselves when we hear the word of God and do not practice it, James 1.22. Secondly, we deceive ourselves when we say that we have no sin, John, 1 John chapter 1.8. Thirdly, we deceive ourselves when we think we are something that we are not, Romans chapter 12, verse 3, Galatians chapter 6, verse 3. Number four, we deceive ourselves when we think we are wise in this age. Hmm. 1 Corinthians 3, 18 and 19. Number five, we deceive ourselves when we think we are religious, but do not bridle our tongue, James chapter 1, verse 26. We deceive ourselves when we think that we will not reap what we sow. Very important, uh, Galatians 6, 7. Whatever we do, brothers and sisters, whatever we sow in our life, we're going to reap in our life. Whatever we sow, we're going to reap it. Number seven, we deceive ourselves when we think that the unrighteous will inherit the kingdom of God. First Corinthians chapter six, verses nine to 10. Read that. First Corinthians chapter six, verses nine to 10. We deceive ourselves when we think that we can continually associate with bad company and not get corrupted. Look, if you've got friends and you're all chummy with them and uh, they're, they're drinking and smoking weed and doing crack and, and all that, guess what? You're going to get involved with that stuff and you're going to get in trouble with that kind of thing, okay? Watch who your friends are. You got a friend that they like to gamble. They want to take you gambling with them, okay? That's bad news, brothers and sisters. That's bad news for you. We deceive ourselves if we think that our uh, our associations will not drag us down in life. Um, so we deceive ourselves in these areas. It is an invitation for demons to mess with us because it signifies that we are not walking in the spirit. Each of these areas are symptomatic of a weak and carnal Christian. The bottom line is that demons are like rats. They feed on garbage. The more unconfessed sin there is in our life, the more access the enemy will have. Unconfessed sin is an open invitation for the enemy to oppress us. Now, uh, now there is something that we need to address. All our sin that we commit is a result of our sin nature still being present in us. We would uh, we would sin even if there were no demonic strategies against us. These sins of the flesh simply make it much easier for the enemy to gain a foothold 
And the longer we allow sin to go unconfessed and unrepentant, the foothold will become a stronghold of greater demonic manipulation. And I am going to, I'm going to uh, stop here for today and I'll pick up next time. And in our next episode, we'll talk about some specific areas in the life of the, uh, of the husband and wife relationship where the enemy will attack if we're not living right. Okay. And again, this series is on knowing your enemy and walking in victory. And these last two episodes, uh, uh, this one and the one previous, I'm looking at, we're looking at how the Christian can open themselves up for demonic oppression, demonic access with demons, okay? And how the demons will take advantage of the sin in a person's life and they will be able to um, to really get a foothold and do a lot of serious damage in the life of the believer, okay? And next time, we're going to be focusing specifically on um, husbands and wives and the family and how the enemy is looking for an avenue. He's looking for an open door into the marriage to destroy the marriage. Please tune in uh, our next episode. Let me pray with you today. Father, thank you for your love and your blessings. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that uh, the Holy Spirit would, would, would lead us to glorify you in our lives, that we will confess our sins so that the enemy will not be able to take advantage of the, the access that we can give him. Um, Lord, we love you and we praise you today in Jesus name. Amen. Bye-bye now. See you next time.